0: i I will say right because a lot of the time the resolution to cliffhangers is is the bit that's disappointing or maybe not disappointing but like it's over too quickly or it's do do you know what i mean like a lot of the time when you come back it's like oh the doctor just just didn't regenerate he just chose not to okay let's move on um and you're like oh okay and you know how jack and rose and all of are just standing there, being like what well that's you know a lot of the time cliffhangers are like that but i just absolutely adore with my entire being <laughs> sylvia with an x yeah, I
1: know. it comes she's completely like, out of nowhere but i just love completely
0: it. out of nowhere and that's what she's practical she's got an axe <laughs> um,
1: and, and those are wait. two
0: things i value in people
1: <laughs> and i love the fact that she's a bit just like for god's sake like come on like am i going to have to do this as well and it, it, it makes I mean... it's because
0: she's a mum yeah exactly. she's got the answers you know what i mean she'll sort it out
1: and and i agree with you quite often cliffhangers are just really quickly over and i mean this one does kind of go really quickly it's just like oh but i'm okay with I, it I yeah, it, it works for me
0: it was satisfying in every way so yeah. i'm okay with it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing
1: with me i mean it, i just it just comes completely out of nowhere but again it makes perfect sense she's Like, of course she'd have an axe
0: of course, of course she, she would and i love yeah.
1: there's the line in it where donna's gone i can't believe you got an axe and she's just like burglars i'm like oh, <laughs> imagine obviously. I mean, I, I, I love this. Sylvia's a, an icon, a legend in the moment. You just, think, oh, 100%. You. And that scene, 100%. I love that scene in it. He's such a champ when Wolf's like, go with the doctor. And she's like, no, no, you've got to stay here and look after us. And he's like, don't listen to her. And I'm like, you've just been in a, a, a smoking car and you nearly died. And even he's just like, no, you go, my girl, you go. Go and save yeah. the world. Oh, Bernard. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and he survives to fight another day. He does. He does. He does. Rightly so. Well, as we're on the poison sky, we've already migrated there. I'm going to attempt to read what it says on Wikipedia. Mm. So this continues in the previous episode, obviously. And it reveals that the poisonous gas that is choking the Earth's atmosphere is intended as a way of feeding new batches of Sontaran clones that would be bred on Earth for war. And that's literally what all it says on Wikipedia. So, um, I want to ask you a general random question because I don't know the answer to this. And you, I feel like, would. I love a random question. Go for it. The Rutans. Yes. Have we ever seen them? Yes. Have they been in who?
1: Yes. W- tell me about them, please. I know nothing. Okay, so uh, uh, there's... From their first episode that the Sontarans are in, which is the Time Warrior with John Pertwee, um, they talk about the the the, the never-ending war between the Sontaran and the Rutans, and throughout the time that they meet the Sontarans, they always talk about it. And uh, sometimes the Sontarans are losing, and sometimes the Rutans are losing. And then there's an episode, uh, sorry, a story that's bad of me, uh, mm. in the Tom Baker era called "Horror of Fang Rock," which is absolutely excellent if you've not heard it or watched it or. Uh, I say heard it, I've just bought it on vinyl and it's amazing I on see. vinyl. But, it, but yeah. It, yeah, you need to watch it. It's an excellent, excellent story, all set on a lighthouse. And you do meet the Rudin in that. But it's this oh. war, because obviously their thing, the Sontaran, is they love war. They just love war. They don't care. They just want to keep having wars. And so this is the war that they've been having with the Rudins for decades and decades and millions and millions of years and things like that. Um so yeah, so that's they. They were in a video game. They did a video game with uh, Matt Smith and Amy Pond uh, about okay. about Guy Fawkes, if I remember rightly. Someone tweet me if I'm wrong, please, because mm. I'm sure I am. But they were in the Sontarans and Rutans were in that as well. There's, there's these sort of big green jellyfish things, which oh okay, yeah. I'll send you a picture later. That's what. Please, the, but they're please. These sort of these big green jelly things. You don't quite. I mean, there's. People have probably found out more, and again, tweet me stuff. But I think, from what I remember, it's just this war that they keep having, and like the Sontarans are losing it in one time, and then in horror of Fangrot, the Brutons are losing it. So I think it's kind of, yeah, it's this sort of never-ending yeah. war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because this was <laughs> obviously very Yeah,
0: end... <laughs> yeah, they're they obviously mentioned here, and and it, it makes sense because now the Doctor knows what you know what's going on, and the Santarans are here, etc., and and he's. He's or he, he, unbeknownst to us, but kind of obviously, kind of as well that he's kind of twigged that Martha's a clone, and it's all sort of starting to click together now, isn't it? Uh, mm-hmm. at, at the unit base, I love the bit where the Valiant comes in.
1: Yes, yes, that was really cool. I'm gonna just send you. We're gonna do it live on air. Why not? Oh, marvelous! I'm gonna marvellous. send you a picture of the Rutan right now. And okay, I see your reaction to it. This is from the actual story they were in. That people have done sort of art of it since, and you know they've. They changed them a bit for the video game, but this is what they look like in the 1970s. So I've just sent this. I wanna see I wanna hear your reaction. Okay. Oh my. Like I've got a cold right now. I'm on my nose a lot.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they do. okay, <laughs> yeah. I didn't Flem. I didn't expect that. Phlegm. Phlegmy. Yeah. It's very phlegmy. Yes. Mm. It's on brand for today's recording, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious
1: okay routines now i I feel i feel informed now thank you for that that's all right um but do watch horror fang rock it's an absolutely fantastic story oh oh i will i haven't yet but i will um so this
0: episode is i think you and i are kind of on the same page here it's a little bit less satisfying than the first episode what do you What do you
1: think of the second part of the story? I do think there are not many good second part story episodes in Doctor Who for the new series. I don't think second parts genuinely are as good. Mm. Um, this one, I don't think is as good as the first episode, but it's not bad. It's not a. It, there's, it, it's not like terrible at all. Um, I just think it's slightly weaker than the first part. Yeah, but I do find 2 parts are very difficult to to write. I think. I, to do forty-five minutes worth of material is is difficult. So um, it's definitely not the worst, like second yeah. part. But it's it's just not it's not as good. And there are things in this episode that I definitely think shouldn't have been included. Or there, oh, like what? Well, I'm gonna have a bit of a controversial opinion here. Um, okay, I don't like the fact that Rose pops up. It really kind of infuriates me that I didn't mind it in Partners in Crime. That was kind of a good way of, of I was about to say, seeding her in. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is what they're doing. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Um, that worked, that was really good because that was a big surprise. But I I don't like it in this episode and in Midnight when um she appears on the screen. I just find it really, there's no, they never really explain it later on it, it just seems like they did it for the for the lols basically it, it, yes it didn't quite work and i didn't i don't like i didn't like it because if you'd watched episode 1 you knew she was coming back so why then put her in on the screens in other episodes i'm with you i i
0: it does i mean i think the one in midnight i feel is slightly more successful and actually it was it was filmed for Midnight, and they recycled it and put it in this episode as well in post production. So, and that bit wouldn't have wasn't seen by the press and stuff when they actually sent that the, these episodes out. It's mm. been added. In, it was added in afterwards, and you can tell. Yes, and I, I think it works in Midnight because of all the screens, and it's a big feature, and and that is directed in a way where you are actually looking at the Doctor in focus with things out of focus behind him. It's it's a little bit it suits the actual whole thing of Midnight. But in this, I agree with you. It's just there, and it doesn't it doesn't
1: add anything. It doesn't even make me excited. It 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 doesn't do anything. And I think it's just there. And I think. I've, I think even in Midnight, it doesn't quite work. It kind of, again, comes to feel kind of comes out of nowhere. It, it just seems a bit. And also, we know that she's coming back because she's in the next yeah. episode. So, yeah. I, I think also partly, and I don't, I have nothing against Billy Piper as a person. She's lovely. I've met her. She was, I had one of the nicest chats with her at a convention ever. But I just, I just wasn't a fan of Rose as a character. So, I think kind of bigging her up too much was a bit of a mistake.
0: You know, as mm. I say,
1: it's it was it was good to have her in Partners in Crime. It was fun to have her in that and kind of go, Oh, we're gonna tease the return of of her, keep watching because you know she's gonna be coming back. And I think it was even announced that she was gonna be in the finale, so it wasn't like a huge secret. But I just feel that they're making a bit too much of it, a little bit. I think
0: it would have been more successful if they had done similar scenes to what we saw in Partners in Crime. You know, where she's actually there uh, interacting with somebody who doesn't know who she is. For example, she could have been talking to somebody at unit after the Sontaran thing has finished, you know, Mm. in this episode. And I would have been like, oh, she's just missed the doctor again. You know, like that would have felt a bit more real, yeah. We could, yeah, or even or even like in the shops, you could have seen Sylvia, you know, getting some yeah. um, polish for her axe or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I just feel like there are ways in which they could have brought her in, at, at interacting with people that are surrounded by the doctor, but not 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 the actual main cast. Do you know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean.
0: The screen thing is cheap because it's cheap.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, it,
0: that, that's why it's there because it was cheap.
1: Yeah, and and mm. it just it just seems a bit. It kind of comes out of nowhere. It kind of also takes you out of the story a little bit. I feel it. it nah. you, you have you. You suddenly there. She's in the TARDIS, and then you just see quickly Rose, and then uh, oh no, it's not even that, is it? I can't remember what scene it's in now.
0: Oh no, it's it it, no, it is. It is in the yeah. TARDIS. It's it's um Donna's in the TARDIS, isn't she? Because it's been taken up to the Sontaran ship.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah exactly yeah. that it kind of it took me out of it a little bit I thought oh right yeah her again <laughs> but...
0: and, and there's already quite a lot thrown at these episodes that I think that was a step too far
1: yeah yeah mm. Mm. um <clears throat> i think the whole i mean we've talked about it already but i think the clone thing was just kind of a bit that's a lot worse in this episode <laughs> yes know. but um yes. but i think apart from that i'm kind of i kind of think everything works really well in this episode mm.
0: I mean, it's not Martha's performance—a uh, Freeman's performance, rather. It's not. It's not about that because she's doing what she can with what she's given.
1: Um, I, I I I do disagree slightly. I think
0: go on, go on. <laughs> well, go I on. just
1: think that scene where she's like, "He is the enemy." I'm just like, "Oh, oh dear, oh no, oh dear." She's good as Martha when she comes back as Martha. Yes, Mike. but when she's the kind yes. of, she's doing all that. My heart. It's so cr- you know. I just, oh
0: yeah, no. <laughs> but here, here's my problem, right? Here's my this. This is where the, the clone thing is also thrown up into question is they've like brainwashed those two unit soldiers to do their bidding. Mm. So why couldn't one of them just press the button? That's true. Yeah, yeah. It would have just it would have freed up Martha to be a bit more of a hero, like what she's supposed to be.
1: Mm. No, uh, I agree. I,
0: I, you know, and I know we're supposed to, we you know, the, it's said an awful lot in here that Martha has changed. And that's her. Obviously, her travels with the doctor changed her, and have made her more into a soldier. That, thats kind of the general thing that's happening with her. And, like, so I, th- they were trying to show us that at the beginning, and then it gets taken away because she's then gets brainwashed and cloned, and you know that there is th- there is that like, quite a nice scene where she, her clone is dying, and they are having a conversation, and Martha's just like kind of like you know, quite caring about this. Person that didn't ask to be who she is. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like that's 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 an alright scene, Um, but something that I don't like in this in this part as well. After Martha does become Martha again, (laughs) after we see after when we see Freema being Martha again, and um, it's the bit like right at the end when the Doctor realizes what he needs to do because he's already saved the world from the poison. And he is going to give the Santarans a choice, right? Mm-hmm. And he's about to teleport himself up to die. And Donna has a really emotional moment where she's like, "You can't, like, you can't, you you can't, you can't do this." Not just because, like, you can't leave. Like, I, we, I I'll be really upset, you know, kind of thing. Mm. And there's no reaction, no catch <laughs> to Martha at all, at all. See, they don't, they don't give her any screen time in that moment and maybe she's just even, happy, <laughs> <Maybe> she's happy. <laughs> even if she even if she'd if she'd been like Donna like I, I know I don't want this either but but this this is this is what the doctor does like that would have been a nice moment for Freema to have something real to do
1: mm. Mm.
0: and uh, yet yeah. she's just you don't, they just don't cut to her at all
1: yeah like it's, there's it's, just there's just nothing it's very it's very odd yeah it's it, yeah it's very it's a very strange scene that, yeah, I know I know exactly what you mean. She just has no reaction to it at all. And even the bit when he comes back, you know, Donna slaps him, which is a much more kind of human thing to do, to be like, you bastard, like, you've made me... Pro- pro-, yes, Whereas she kind of just goes over... And, and she, just, she
0: just sits down next to him and, like, puts her head on her shoulder or something, mm. and then that's it. And I just feel like Martha would have been upset that the Doctor mm. was going to sacrifice himself, but then she would have also, because she's grown a bit more, she would have been, like, I'm really upset, but just like, kind of pulled Donna back and be like, we've got to let him do this. Mm. And I think that would have been a really lovely few seconds of screen time for the real Martha Jones. <laughs> then what was the point? Otherwise, yeah. What was
1: the point? And, and I, that, that's where I feel like she really is deserved in this. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I agree. I do agree. And one thing I, I'll say, one thing I like about this, which I like it in all Doctor Who, um. And I know it's again a really random thing, but I like the fact that Kirsty walks in it. I always think it makes it more real when they get real newsreaders in to do bits for it. Yes, love that. And I think and um, yeah, that sort of that scene where it's her talking about the atmos, it just makes it. And it's it's the same with all the Doctor Who's where they get people like Andrew Marr in to do little cameos. I really like it when they do that. It kind of makes the stories feel a bit more real. Definitely, it does. I I love that. I want to ask you how you
0: feel about Donna on the spaceship. Oh, I love it. Do you? You love this. Okay. Back of the neck. Yeah, that is funny. That and that and only Donna could do that. Yeah. Like that, that that's that's perfect.
1: I think um, I think sometimes with scenes like that, it depends on the companion. Because yes. quite often <clears throat> companions when they're left in a situation by themselves. They either go one of two ways. They either go like Clara and are like, oh, I'm the Doctor, I'm so great. Or they go damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. And Donna is kind of the damsel in distress, but she she's a bit more kind of productive. I mean, she's scared because she's never been by herself on an alien planet or an alien ship by herself. You know, she's, she's always yeah, had yeah, the yeah. Doctor there. But because she's played so well by Catherine Tate, Mm. she knows what she's got to do. I mean, mm-hmm. there's that lovely scene where she's on the phone to to Wilf. I just keep mentioning Wilf. Um, yes. That scene where she's on the phone to Wilfred and Sylvia and, and, you know, Wilf saying, is he there? Like, is he looking after you? And she's all alone in the TARDIS. And I think that's when she realises that she's got, a, she's got to do... You know, she's, she, this is yeah. actually quite an important thing. Yeah. To, and I think Catherine Tate sells it so well. Had a lesser yes. actress done it, I don't think... I don't think it would have worked as well. I love the fish she calls, calls them Sontarans. Sontarans, yes, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And, and, I love and that. My other favourite line of, but they've got three fingers. Well, you've got three fingers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, think... it, it's things like that. And I think had it been Martha or had it been Rose, they might have been a bit of like a a bull into a china shop. They would yeah. have, still have gone. Whereas with Donna, she's a bit more cautious. She's a bit more. Yes, I don't know what I mean, to do she, with this.
0: She doesn't value herself. She doubts herself, and she doesn't think that she's any good at anything. So the idea of her having to go out there and do something like this, and actually to save everybody, is the most frightening thing for her. And yet she overcomes it. And she does it. Mm. It's amazing, and I love that about Donna. And it's but her- I do want to. I want to counter. I want to counterpoint that though okay. because there are two things I have a problem with about about the, this kind of this sequence. Number one, the lighting. Okay. It is so brightly lit. How <laughs> those Sontarans didn't see her? Yeah, I know. Standing next to them,
1: I will never understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, yeah, I could, yeah, I understand that because yeah, it even could have I been a that. really
0: atmospheric, creepy ship, dark, mm-hmm. low ceilings. They're tiny. So it could have been really claustrophobic, and her hiding would have been fine. But it's just spotlight, yeah, and everything is purples and blues. And actually, the color coloring of this whole two-parter is of its own, isn't it? It's very bright and colorful, and um, very purpley very purpley, and I don't dislike that, I'll be honest. I mean, I, I love when things are dark and creepy, creepy, atmospheric, and there are times for that, and this wasn't the time for it. It's fine, it's just a very different kind of story. But that spaceship, I feel like, should have been or, you know, should have been a little bit darker in order for it to actually successfully hide standing and,
1: next to them. And I also feel like you can counteract that with how many times in Doctor Who do you think they would have died?
0: You know, well, you yes, just, that's the other yes. thing,
1: you, 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 that's the other thing you have to think of. You think, they would have died. Like she would have, she would have died in that. But again, I'm
0: okay with suspending my disbelief for that, though. Yeah, because she is the hero, yeah. and the Santarans, uh, as much as they love war and fighting, they're horrible
1: honourable death. I feel like I'm, I'm, okay with that. It's a very human reaction. I think. I think yes. most people who were stuck by themselves on a spaceship with no one around that they know, and your best friends millions and millions of light years away. I think yeah. that is a. I think everyone would be like that. I know I said oh, would. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. I can't do this. No, there's no way I'm doing this. Like, <laughs> yes, you're. Yeah, you know, this freaks me out too much. So then, when and, when she does it again, you kind of are like,
0: yes, go on. Yes, hundred percent. And I love that. I love that that part of the this this part of the story. I really like. The the other bit that I have a slight problem with, and it is only slight. And I know I sound <laughs> like I'm really picking apart this story, but it is the part where the doctor says to Donna, you know. Look, I'm really sorry, but you're going to have to go out there and face them. And I think that's quite an unusual place for the doctor to be in, to his companion, to his best friend, who he's just brought home and everything, and, and he's like, you know, you're gonna to have to go out there and, and do this. He's like I know he's got he's got confidence in her mm. even though when they were flying that he was she was flying the TARDIS at the beginning, he was a bit like, Oh, you know. <laughs> this is I can't. This is happening. Um, careful. That's the eighties. You know. So obviously that's a contradiction to this bit. So obviously he's gone from really tentatively trusting her to fight the TARDIS to fully being like, you can do this. You've got to go out there and do it. I like the sentiment of that, but I I also don't love the fact that he's willing to put her in danger like that and not find another way. You know. Mm. But arguably, I, I, he doesn't have time to find another way, and I get it. He's dealing with the Martha clone down
1: here. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I feel the about that. I also feel like there's there's not much other option, and I think he knows that she can do it. I think he, yes, he kind of. It, it's not like a, It's not like another assistant where he might not have faith. He knows that she can do it. She just needs that bit of kind of bit of a push. Yeah, a bit of a push. Bit of um, a push. But no, I love that scene. I think she. But again, I think that's all down to Catherine Tate. It is. It, it is, is all down
0: to Catherine Tate because she's fantastic.
1: Yeah, she's brilliant. She's she's and I I might have said this before, but I always remember when they announced her as the new assistant. I was I remember thinking, oh god, because I didn't really like her in um, uh, Runaway Bride. Didn't like her at all in that particularly. And then I think within about the first two minutes of Partners in Crime, I was like, I like her. Yeah, I like her. Yeah. And to me, she's the best of the best. Of the new series, she's so good. Opinion. So, so, she's so she's good. she sells it. She sells it for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then I just want to. I want to just quickly touch on Luke again, who um, <laughs> at the beginning of this um, episode has a gun um, pointed at his um, people, his his clever people he's gathered, and he's telling them that he wants to build, breed, and prosper. And I feel like I want to get that on a T-shirt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what you get up to in your spare time
0: <laughs> will be on my chest for yeah. everyone to see <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: but what a line
0: build, breed and prosper Yeah. and then he's ordering them to stay there with a gun and I was like he's lost it he's lost the plot he's clutching at straws he's a little child having a tantrum uh, because his friends won't do what he's telling them to do and
1: I was like what is going on here but I love that. I, I love that scene with him where he's holding the gun up at the doctor. I know we've kind of jumped a lot. We've jumped quite a bit. Yes, where he yes. but he just walks in and is like, "If I see one more, gu-. and that's what I mean when I feel like David Tennant's really in command at this point. He's just so dumb. With yes, everything. that's like, good. Yes, and the same with them killing Ross. Like he, he oh. he tells them multiple times. He's like, "Get them out, get them out. Like they're in danger. They're gonna die. Get them out, get them out. And I think once Ross is killed, that's when the doctors kind of like right okay, I'm going to have to sort this now because no one else will. Yeah. And he does take charge.
0: And he does have that that really great moment where he is about to sacrifice himself. Mm. You know? And there's people have died for, for this already. A lot of people have died. A lot of soldiers have died in this episode. There's probably quite a high body count. Um, and so it is lovely that he goes up and gives them the choice. And I do love that Luke, at least not redeems himself, but does the right thing and realizes
1: the doctor is too good to die and so takes his place. Yeah. And that's a nice little sort of redemption for Yeah. For, um for Luke. And I love and I I love the exchange between Donna and Martha when she when she says, Yeah that coat sort of works and then she says, Oh, it feels like I'm I'm in my dad's clothes. And she's like, Oh well if you're calling him dad you're definitely over him then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that.
0: There's some those two together. Was mm. really good, and I would have liked more of that.
1: Yeah, me too. I I mean, it's, yeah, it's a I'd shame. Like more of it. There are some great lines in this story, though. Just in general, I mean, I know we're with, but in the previous one, the one that's just come to me now is, um, oh, who was the one with the nail varnish? It's Matthew Kilburn. He's living in wherever now with a man. Like it's kind of yeah. All those great lines, just, yeah. Oh. And and you know, Dad, it's the man with the wedding. When you caught up with Spanish flu, or that like, was it. When you were in bed with Spanish, it's just yeah. little things like that. You just little oh.
0: things. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. It, it's it, like it, what it is well.
1: it's like what um Dave was saying, who I know has been on your podcast. I know it's oh, this is not written by Rossi Davis, but I feel like they just get characters so well. Like yeah, they can write. These are the sort of things that people say every day. You know, they're not. It's not like it's written as a script. It's written like they say these things every day. Like he they, they know what these characters are like. They know that Sylvia Noble's probably a Karen, let's face it. She's yeah. she's that woman in the supermarket that when she comes in you think, oh God. You know, she's gonna complain about something. But and the same like and Donna, like you you would know exactly what Donna would have for breakfast. These are all the things that I love about these characters and why I think series four in particular works so well. You're completely right. It, it it's that
0: is what really does leap off the screen.
1: Mm, it's that the chemistry. is where this,
0: yeah, hundred percent, and and every story in this season has it. And well, there's a, this is the reason they're coming back. Yeah, this this particular band is back together because they've got it. Yeah, they they got there, and it, it works so well. And it
1: it it's not called the golden era of, of current Doctor Who for nothing. And you you can tell when actors really do get on. Yes, behind the scenes, and I know yes. that obviously David and Catherine do adore each other in real life. But sometimes you can tell when actors don't. But with these, and even Bernard and, and Jacqueline King, who play uh, Wilf and Sylvia, you can tell that they get on really well as actors anyway, and they can, they really spark off each other. And the same with Freeman and Catherine. They, yeah, they, they all spark off each other so well. Um, it's hundred it's, it's beautiful to see, beautiful.
0: Beautiful. And of course, like, okay, so we're kind of at the end of this story. I, I loved the um, effect of the sky on fire. Mm. Uh, I thought it looked really cool. Um, and I'm not going to think too much about it because I might pick it apart. But <laughs> I think it looked really good. Sometimes you, um, just,
1: sometimes you just have to let it go with Doctor Who. And sometimes yes, you I, just think yeah. that doesn't make any sense whatsoever, but I'm just going to go with it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Do you have any final thoughts then about these two stories?
1: Well, would it be really embarrassing to say that I cried at one of the one of the bits in this episode?
0: No. What did you cry at? (laughs) I mean, you might as well mention him again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, it's the scene where he says, "Oh no, uh, was it go go with." Go with that dodge to that wonderful man. Um, go see the stars and then bring them some, some of them back for your old gramps. And I'm just like, go oh. with them, go with them, just go, just leave Sylvia. She's fine. Just oh god, that scene just makes me cry every single time. Oh,
0: that is lovely. <laughs> it's
1: the look of like not just Bernard, but the look on look of like how much they love each other. These two characters, like mm. Bernard uh, Wilfred, just adores her, and he's so yeah. happy. And you know, they've they've literally nearly just died. They've all just been poisoned by this by this horrible gas. Yeah, but he's yeah. still just like, go for it, just go. And, and you, and know, the way she gets up and just kisses him on the head, and just... mm. oh god, it always makes me cry.
0: <laughs> it just it just feels so real, doesn't it? Yeah. that's the thing. It it yeah. feels like a real relationship
1: that has been there. For the whole of Donna's life, and scenes of even that scene where she's walking, Sylvia's walking through, and she's kind of going, "You're not, you know, you're not seeing me getting in the car. I'm going to be walking, and all that." It just, oh. it's such a human, it is um, human emotions. It's just, but that scene every time, every time I just gets me. it's just, Oh God, just go, Bernard, leave her, just she, go, just go, just go. Oh. But yeah, oh. um, but ap- apart from that. <laughs> I think no, I genuinely think that this is this is a really underrated story. And I would suggest anyone listening to this to go back and reevaluate it. Because I think it's a with a lot of Dots Who episodes, I think it's one that's often forgotten about of quite how good it is. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. and I do think that a lot of that is down to the acting from everybody. Mm-hmm. Maybe not Luke, but we won't go into that. Um mm-hmm. But especially Christopher Ryan as the as Marshall as we know him, you know I think yeah. he's I think he's yeah. brilliant. I think Catherine he Tate is. and David Tennant by this point are on point. Their yeah. their chemistry is incredible. The direction's really good. I think it's really well directed. The pace of it all, um, and it's just such a great idea for a story. It's a clever
0: idea. It is. It is. I know I sound like I've complained about it a lot in this chat, <laughs> right? Because th- 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 I I have. Um, because I think you're right I don't think of this as one of my favorite stories but it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad there are just some things I wish they'd done differently but it doesn't completely take away from my enjoyment of watching it and actually it would be a nice two-parter to put on to watch one evening like a film you know yes yeah it would be very it would be thoroughly entertaining
1: yeah absolutely it's it's a great two-parter if you just want if you don't want something to um, too complicated. You, you know, sometimes yeah. with Doctor Who episodes, you you have to have passed a degree to watch them because they're so yeah. complicated, and you think, I don't know what's going on in this whatsoever. But with mm-hmm. this, is just it's just a good story. There's a good threat in it, um, and it's yeah, it's just. A, I think mm. it's just a great two parter, and it's got the best cliffhanger of all Doctor Who from the new series. So, what more could part. you
0: ask for? What more could you ask for? So I have a game that we have to play before we. Oh, wrap up. okay, okay. Um, it's it's not an original game. I haven't made it up. It is Shag Mary Kill. Oh God. Okay, right. <laughs> okay, now then. But the only thing is, I have four names, and I can't delete any of them. So you're allowed to put two names under one category. That's how this is going to work. Okay. okay
1: all right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Shag Mary Kill. But you're going to have two for one category. The choices are. God. <laughs> Luke Rattigan. Wilfred Mott. No, obviously. <laughs> um, okay. Ross, Ross Jenkins. Okay. Blue eyed Ross. Uh, Private Harris. Tall, dark, and handsome unit soldier who gets taken over. You oh, know? To okay. help Martha. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Just yeah. To yeah. put him
0: out there. And uh, Mr. Trepper and his nipples from the first part. Who'd Worker that? in the factory.
1: Oh. <laughs> Is that his name?
0: Tra- Mr. Trapper. Mr. Trapper. He listened to you. Every command, he'll lift things up, he'll put things down. He'll lift things up, he'll put things down. And he had a lovely chest, and I felt like he deserved a mention. So <laughs> those are your four options for <laughs> marry Kill this evening.
1: They're actually all quite attractive, and I don't know which one I'd for. <laughs> oh, God. Am I going by the character, or am I going by the actor?
0: I think you can make that choice for yourself.
1: <laughs> God, Let's rude. go with character.
0: Let's go with okay. character. Like so combines what oh, they look God. like with who they are in the story.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know because they're all very attractive. So I, I'm, I feel bad. Really, I probably would have to kill Luke. Obviously, um, but he's he's a good-looking guy. So I. If it was from Yes, but he's percent. so annoying. Can you he imagine is. living with him? Yes. No, he'd be very pernickety, I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Who are you going to marry? God, so I know he's going to marry? This is difficult. I think I would probably marry the workman because he, you know, he's efficient. <laughs> <laughs> he is efficient. <laughs> he's got a full-time job. He's got a full-time job. He never takes sick days. You know, never he, takes sick days. He works twenty-four hours a day, so I wouldn't see him. <laughs> he will do exactly what you want because he
0: follows orders fantastically. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's never there because he works twenty-four hours a day every day. So his um... nipples have <laughs> a lot of presence. God. Oh god! And I'd probably, I'd probably marry Private Harris.
0: God you are marrying Mister Trapper.
1: Yeah, I thought I get two, didn't I?
0: Oh, you're marrying two. Oh, I love this. It's polyamorous.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because oh, see, me- because me, <laughs> me, <laughs> I was, I was going to shag two of them. At the same time, and oh, okay. um marry the other one. You see, our our brains work differently. Who are you marrying? I think I would
1: marrying... marry Private Harris because again, he's got oh. a good income. Um, he's yeah. he's quite attractive. He's you know he's a he's probably higher than Ross, isn't he? So he's got a good pension. So when he gets killed by the Santarans, got that as well.
0: Basically this. basically Do what I've got
1: I've got two got, husbands two who husbands. Never
0: one, one yeah but one who well, speaks and one who doesn't really speak well, and yeah that's probably the um the 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 equation for a perfect relationship
1: i probably, probably the way I think of it is I wouldn't see either of them because it, because one of them would be dead and I'd take his pension and then the other one works 24 hours a day anyway so I'd be wow yeah.
0: So you've got plenty of time to shag Ross then.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. I think Ross would be I don't think I could live with Ross. I think he's a bit too childlike, too childish.
0: Oh, okay. But he's okay. I, but
1: he's good to look at. So you know, I don't Fair. think I could I don't think I could live with him hours. 'cause he'd just point a gun at everything, wouldn't he? He'd just be he'd make very rash decisions, I feel like. So, I love
0: your rationale here. This yeah. yes. I've I've um,
1: really I've really thought about this too much, haven't I? <laughs> Yeah, well, we had a short space of time to do it
0: in, but fair play that you, yeah. you gave that your all. I am very happy. Yeah. Um, okay, so
1: can I, just, I want- can I just say that I I don't normally just go for people that I never see. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and have lots of money. <laughs>
0: to be fair, I gave you some very limited options there. You
1: did? Well, I was expecting I, yes. Wilfred Mott to be one of them, and possibly even the clone. so I'm glad that they are out of the equation. Sorry, give, me, you, give me your answers.
0: <laughs> I think that I would... Uh, I'd have to kill Luke. He's gone. Okay. He's just gone. Um, I think I would possibly... I think I'm going to marry... Ross because Okay I feel like his Personality shone through a little Bit more to me I think in a Relationship long term you need the personality mm-hmm. And then I'm having nights of Endless pleasure <laughs> <laughs> With Private Harris And Mr trapper and his nipples All at the same time Yeah but then
1: you wouldn't see him because he's at work 24 hours a day
0: no, it's okay. You're overthinking this. They have some time off.
1: <laughs> okay, right. Okay,
0: okay. And I'm thinking the Sontaran um, hypnosis will fade after a while.
1: So, so what? Uh, I am thinking too much into this because I'm thinking they're both in both my both world. Edged. Ross
0: hasn't died. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, 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 Ross hasn't yeah. died.
1: I'm thinking about this too literal. Um, yeah, this make that makes sense. Yes, yes.
0: So yeah. that is where we are. Uh, ha- I also have to ask you a very, very important question. Okay. How many Sontar has out of 10 do you give this two-parter? I'm happy to take two separate scores or one combined score. It is up to you. It's out I'll, of 10.
1: I think I'm going to do a combined score, and I think I'm mm. going to give it a seven and a half. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. That's decent.
1: Yeah. I think it's... Yes, I think there's there's a few things wrong with it, but I think it's... Mm. Yeah, I would definitely... I would say a seven and a half. So it would be, um, be, be seven Sontars... Heart and then a Sontar. Nice.
0: Nice. I think for me, it would be... If I was to split it, I'd go seven and a half for the first part, but I'd go like a six and a half for the second part. So I'm going to go at an even seven for the two. I think it's good. And I enjoyed it. And I like having Martha back. And I like the Sontar runs. And... That all the and I like Donna's bit and I I like there's a lot of plot here and I and I think that that stuff outweighs the things that I don't like about it. Okay. So, yeah, it's decent. It's decent.
1: Yeah. I think I yeah. think have I, had I done it separately, I think I would have given a nine for the first part. Ooh. And a and a probably like a a seven for the second part. So, okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I like that. David, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Today it's been marvellous, as expected. <laughs> and I will of course link to your social medias in the show notes. Thank you. Um, is there anything you'd like to plug or share with our listeners? Share, as in the singer. Share.
1: Share. Like, turn back, on. Um No, I don't think so. No, just just give me a follow if you fancy it. It'd be nice to nice to say hello to
0: people. Love it And Listeners What do you think About the Sontalan Stratagem And the Poison Sky Do you think That they are cool And yes the temperature Is significant Or Are they never Big enough for you I want to know <laughs> <laughs> You <laughs> You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Who pod Thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe. And if you'd be so kind as to drop me a cheeky little review, that would be amazing because it will help other listeners to find this podcast of mine. And of course, if you want to be a part of the conversation or if you want to join me for an episode, get in touch with the links that are in the show notes. David, please say your goodbyes. Uh, the, it's a goodbye from me. It is, and it's a goodbye from him. Hey. Thanks for listening, and I will catch you in the next episode of Who Gives a Flux, and we continue our journey on the road to the 14th Doctor.
1: Santa. ha Someone contacted me the other day and was like, you really do love Diana Ring, don't you? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not even sorry for it now.
0: Yeah. And she sadly didn't appear this evening. Because... No, she wasn't.
1: No, her, her agent asked for too much money. She wasn't available. So uh... that's
0: fair. Plus, you know, Jacqueline King would have been pissed.
1: Yeah, well, it, it's her moment, you know. And it's her moment. It's her moment. And I just didn't want, didn't want to, didn't want to piss on Jacqueline King. Yeah, leave <laughs> it like that. What...
0: <laughs> what a wonderful image. Let's leave it there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and on that note, on
0: that note, stay well. I'll speak so to you next week. Yeah, okay. Bye.